Welcome to Pageantland, the UK's premier podcast for all things pageantry, with your host, Jessica Barkley. Here you'll find guest experts, past, present, and future queens, plus my own personal insights into what it's like to follow your pageantry dreams. So whether you're hitting the stage for the first time, looking to up your game, or even after some inspiration to follow your own dreams, I hope you will find something here for you. I'll ask the questions you're too embarrassed to and get real about the highs and lows of pageantry. If you enjoy this episode, please give us a share on social and pop me a review on iTunes. Now strap on those heels and let's get into it because we have a lot to cover. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode. Uh, As promised, over on the Facebook page, if you were watching, I did a little live about finding, securing, and preparing for digital appearances. And this is the podcast episode that I touched on um, in that live. So obviously the world has changed very quickly, basically overnight, and we are all as pageant girls sat here wondering, how do we get our appearances now? Well, fear not, this was something I was actually doing with my last uh, nas- um, last regional title. I did a lot of digital stuff because it allowed me to reach different audiences with pageantry, um, and it also meant that I could fit more in around my daughter and my work and the fact that I live down south and a lot of pageant stuff happens up north um, in the UK. Getting better, that's getting much better. There were definitely more appearances, um, pageant-related appearances that I could travel to um, and or I tie in with an overnight stay and just get loads of work done um, in the hotel room, which works quite nicely because when I'm at home, it's not always possible with a toddler running around. Um, So actually digital appearances are something I'm fairly used to. And with my work, I spend a lot of time doing digital interviews, be it video or podcast and those types of things. Um, So I, I feel like I'm fairly perfectly placed to help you with the current situation. So the first thing you're gonna need to do is get a piece of paper. And right in the middle of it, pageant, whatever pageant, pageantry, uh, you can put your pageant title because that is your your main focus behind appearances, obviously. It's your your time as you're competing. Um, now, if you've got a different project, you're looking to move forward in the digital space, then you could put that in the middle. But we're going to keep this one pageant focused. So you could put your, your pageant title, the name of your pageant system in the middle. Um, and then you want to draw off um, probably about five spider legs. Most of us should know what this looks like, some sort of spider diagram, um, brain dump, um, mind, word vomit, depending on, it's called all the different things, but basically they're like a simple spider spider diagram um, we use for brainstorming. Uh, so draw your five spikes off. And then you want to look at the different different key messages that you would be doing with your appearances. Now, this is really where you're going to have to identify what your true purpose is for competing. Um, this is where the the queens with more substance, or the contestants with more substance will really come through. Now, I'm not saying that as a bad thing. It might just literally be a case that you haven't identified your sort of key substance, your key uh, plan for competing in America, having a platform is much more of a a normal thing. Uh, systems actively encourage it. Uh, systems have it as a requirement, whereas in the UK we don't have it so much. And actually, having a main focus, a key platform, is going to be a 
a sort of a big divide between those that are going to be able to get more digital appearances and those that won't. I, for example, have different areas that I can talk on. Um, I can draw on health and fitness, so that would be on one of my little spider legs. Um, I could talk about my platform, which is Goal Getters, helping women over 30 who feel stuck go after their goals. So I'm going to put Goal Getters on one of those spider legs. Um, if there's a charity you particularly work with, you could put one of those on the spider legs. So for me, I... I connected with Galaxy because the Christie, the charity that they support. So I would put the Christie. Now, I have been to the Christie's offices and know a bit about them. But if you are going to put them on your spider legs and start trying to get appearances based around that, you really will need to do some uh, some digging deep and understanding the charity a lot more. Um, if I was going to pursue that spider leg, I would definitely want to know more about the exactly where the money's going at the moment, um, exactly what that would mean to cancer patients um, in the bigger picture. Like you really need to know a lot of information around it. Um, depending on how old you are will depend on how deeper um, understanding they're going to expect of you about your your chosen charity. Uh, so just be aware of that. Um as much as I would like to do some more appearances around, um, specifically around the Christie, I would personally, for me, need to be doing some more research about them. You don't want that awkward question where you've gone on to talk about your chosen charity and you can't really go into much detail about what it is they do and why people should give money to that cause. So a little caveat there. Um, you could go on to talk about the self-development journey. So for me, I've I've gained appearances outside of the pageant community because I'm talking about the benefits of pageantry for my self-development, uh, for body confidence. Um, maybe you overcame bullying because of pageantry. Uh, so you could put that on one of your spider legs, overcame bullying journey. You can then get digital appearances around the fact that you overcame bullying and pageantry helped, as opposed to the fact that you're getting an appearance because you're a pageant title holder. Unfortunately, particularly in the UK, having a pageant title doesn't carry as much weight as it used to, um, which is a real shame because we do such amazing things with our titles. Um, so you need to find a story within that story. Um, in the same way that's very hard to get a media press, this would be a similar um, sort of concept, but actually is much harder to getting uh, like imprint press um, or television pitching for television and things like that, this would be a, a similar strategy that you'd start out with there. Um, so really finding the story within that story. Your pageant is your central point, but what are the stories within that story? Um, I've also talked about time management in relationship to pageantry. So for me, um, I had a business where I was a time management expert within that business and I teach, uh, taught. Um, it's a business that I've just wrapped up, so I'm having to change my, my phrasing with it. Um, I taught time management, I taught organisation, I taught decluttering. Um, so I could talk about that in relationship to pageantry. So it's still a pageant appearance. I'm still promoting my system. I'm still helping the world. Um by teaching things that I know, but it's still an appearance. Um, another one of these is getting into 
a lot of schools now are doing much more, are doing digital classes across the world even now. It's digital classes as opposed to in-person classes. Um, And this was something I was registered with before. Um, I registered with Skype in the classroom um, because even before the lockdown, Skype were helping um, schools have access to a big range of guest experts in different areas. And um, now there are even more opportunities for that. So reach out and if you have an area of expertise, reach out to schools and say, would you like me to to come and teach a digital class on this area? Um, My very first appearance with Galaxy last time was I gave up an entire day speaking at school on uh, to year 10s on the importance of positive social media. Um, reach out and and offer yourself to do talks like that. A lot of the schools are running um, digital assemblies uh, so that the school as a whole still comes together, be it digitally. Maybe you could be a digital assembly speaker. Um, but you need to have a bit more purpose than saying, oh, I'm a title holder, I'd like to talk in your assembly. I'm a title holder that believes in female empowerment through pageantry. Could I come and talk about body confidence at your event? The things like that, that's, you need to have... Um, you need to have a better hook. Unfortunately, just being a title holder isn't going to hook in enough um, to get these kind of extended appearances. You need to think outside the box. Um, like I said, going going to schools and things like this are skills that you would be able to use whether we were in a lockdown or not. Um, podcast ones, uh, there are a lot of groups actually for, I'll basically one of the groups I'm in is called I'll Guest for That, um, where you can pit yourself forward or read requests for guests on different topics. Um, going through lots of podcasts, finding podcasts that connect to any of those spider legs. Um, so health and fitness, I can find loads of podcasts on health and fitness um, that I can then go in and talk to and be a pageant appearance and talk about pageantry, but from a health and fitness angle um, and how pageantry helped my health and fitness journey and how it gave me body confidence beyond wanting to just be skinny and how beauty comes from within, but it's really important to be healthy through that journey. All those kind of things I can then pitch to different fitness podcasts. Um, You want to be be careful you're not trying to pitch to ones that are too big, that if if all their guests are celebrities that's not, I wouldn't recommend necessarily going straight in for that. Maybe if they've got a few celebrities and they have quote unquote normal people um, on, then a bit more of a chance to get in there. But uh, you're better off pitching to the smaller ones and getting a bit of experience first. And also um, being accepted onto one is quite nice anyway. Um, Same with YouTube, although there are probably, I've spotted less groups for, I'll guess for that type things for YouTube, going on and finding the smaller YouTube channels that talk about areas that aren't just pageantry. Um, obviously pitch the pageant ones as well, pitch the pageant podcast ones as well. And um, there are a few of us going, um, obviously you've got myself, pageant land podcast, um, you've got pageant planet and the pageant project. Um, but do whether it's a pageant based podcast a pageant-based YouTube channel, a Facebook group that does guest interviews, video interviews, anything like that. You need to be making sure that you're watching, listening to their previous content and their previous interviews so that when you submit, you're submitting what it is they need. So for example, my episodes are on the whole, the usual series, the basic episodes that go out are actionable content with advice, with tips, with guidance. Uh, Even when I have guests on, we have a specific topic we are discussing. 
Um, now, sometimes it's been I've got a specific topic and I've gone looking for a guest expert. And occasionally I've got someone that really wants to come on. And then I've gone, yes, actually, I know you're an expert in this area. I'll get you on to talk about this. Um, but I'm not just going to have in my normal day to day episodes um, someone just coming on and talking about their experiences as a as a title holder in general. There needs to be something quite specific. And if you've listened to my episodes, you you'd know that um, and you get that again with uh, so the pageant project has two different types of episode uh, they've got the pjs uh, pageants and pjs one um, which is a bit sort of more chit chatty and there's three hosts um, and then the guest um, and then you've got your one-to-ones with adrian um, and it just depends on what it is that you want to put across in that episode um is it something really passionate you want to talk about? You're probably better in a one-to-one episode. Do you want the more chit-chatty, um, sort of funny episodes? Um, then more likely to submit yourself for the PJs and things. But again, if you've listened to a few or watched a few of each type of episode that uh, a creator is creating, then you can submit yourself to the right one. If you submit yourself to the right one, you're much more likely to get that digital appearance booked in. Same thing with blogs um if particularly if you're not comfortable with any of the recording side of things um looking up different types of pageant blogs and then looking up also different types of blogs that relate to your other spider legs so relate to your platform relate to the charity you want to do stuff with relate to things that you've learned from pageantry um if you've learned to love yourself look for blogs that talk about body positivity and try and get um sort of guest blog entries on there once you've got these different ones secured down, as I say, really make sure that you're submitting in a way that makes it easy for them to go, yes, this person is a perfect fit for my blog, video, whatever it is. Um, get it set, the date set in. That would be my first thing. Know when you're recording or filming or the deadline to get the, the blog post done. Try and get an idea from them when it's going to go out. Now, normally I would plan two months ahead um, and I'd be able to, in the recording, be able to give people a specific date. At the moment, um, because everyone's off, I'm getting more requests. I'm being able to book people faster. Um, so I'm being a little vague with my dates. I'm still normally able to give people it's going to be in the next two to three weeks. Um, but actually, some of my order of... it's Normally I'm one interview, one just me, one interview, one just me. But because I'm able to get so many more interviews at the moment, it might be that I end up releasing some of the interviews sooner if they're more relevant, like this one, uh, like the one I did with Lauren Scobie. It's trying to get them out quicker because they're really relevant right now. And I think they'll be relevant for quite a long time. Um, and it's got a lot of content in there that will be relevant for ever, I call it evergreen content, will be uh, relevant forever. Um, but I'm tweaking things at the moment and obviously different climate at the moment. Um, that also said, a lot of content creators are creating a month, two months in advance. Um, so you need to be getting these appearances in uh, much earlier than you need them to have happened. I did have some that I had done for uh, the last Galaxy finals that actually were released afterwards. So we'll have to go in next year's appearance folder. Um, but I was aware of that at the time and they were still worth doing because I felt like they added value to um, the pageant community as a whole by me doing those appearances. So I'd have done them whether they got me scores or went in my folder anyway. That for me is a big thing about appearances anyway. I should will do a separate episode talking more about appearances um, and on the my thoughts and opinions on them. Um, 
because that has really developed over these last uh, sort of eight, nine months. Is it something you would do whether it got you points or counted in your folder anyway? So there are quite a few of my appearances, actually probably the tougher appearances that I would have done, whether they mattered towards the pageant or not. Pageantry maybe gave me the opportunity or helped me um, go out of my box to discover, go out of my comfort zone and discover these appearances. But I still would have done them, even if they didn't count to any chance of winning the the title. Um, And that is basically how I would like to do all my appearances. I don't want to be doing any of my appearances just because it gets me points or it makes my numbers look good um, because I I want appearances of substance. Now that can be going to a charity event to support the person running the event or going to the, uh, the pageant event even, going to the pa- pageant event to support the person running it or to support some contestants in it. Uh, would I have still gone um, to those events even if I couldn't have put my sash on? And if the answer is yes, then I'm going to go. And if the answer is no, then I really need to consider it doesn't really align with myself, or with who I am as a person to be doing something just for the sake of a number in a book. Um, I'm not going to do it. Um, so slight, slight digression there. Um, so you've got your dates, you've got your times, you've got your deadlines. Um, you want to be finding out what they need from you. Uh, are there specific questions that you're going to be asked? Um, can you get those questions in advance? Don't over-prepare them, but it's just to have a vague idea of what's coming. You can structure your answers better, so you cannot give all your information away in the first three questions if actually later on in the conversation they want to focus in on certain elements. So that's really important to um, yeah get as much, much information off them as possible. Um, do they need headshots and things, or are they just going to lift them off social media? I personally like to have control over what headshots are being used at any one time. Um, I'm very strong on personal branding. I will usually have one main headshot that I'm using um, at one period of time. I had some new ones done uh, early December with Charlotte Clemmy. And so I now have one particular headshot that is always my main headshot for things. Um, and then if they have secondary pictures, I'll add those in. Check if they need to be professional ones, although we will accept guests for the Pageant Land podcast that don't have professional headshots, I much prefer people to submit a professional headshot. It makes all the stuff that I do then afterwards with the photo look a lot more professional. Um, You'll come across a lot more professional organised to the person hosting you, um, be it a podcast or otherwise. And when the content goes out, you will look much more polished and professional um, and prepared if you have a professional headshot. So uh, if you don't yet have one, uh, get your camera out, get someone else to take it so you haven't got a selfie arm in it on a very plain background. And then if you go onto something like Fiverr, which is F-I-V-E-R-R.com, you'll be able to find someone that will be able to edit that pitch to make it look more professional. They'll be able to completely take your background out and put you on a professional background. Um, they'll be able to do those slight edits to make it look like it had professional lighting and things like that. So you can create um, a, ideally you'd be going and booking um, in for a proper headshot day and proper hair and makeup, but um, everyone's not doing that right now. So um yeah, do a photo, get someone else to take it with your phone, with good lighting. Natural lighting is really, really nice. So stood near a window on a plain background. And then, yeah, get over to fiverr.com and, and find someone that will edit it up. Now, fiverr.com is called that because it's it's meant to be $5 a job. Um, works out slightly different with change 
for UK prices, but you get proper professional editors and things that can make it look like a professional headshot, even if it's not. Um, and I personally like the white background for your main headshot. Um, I don't see anything wrong with having other options, um, but it does make it a lot easier for the YouTuber, podcaster, blogger um, to edit it into their infographics with white. I mean, if you want to go one step beyond and be that little bit extra and um, anyone that knows me knows I like to be a little bit extra. You could also use Fiverr to get them to take out the background. Now, this only works if no bits of you have been cut off from the sides and top. So cut across at the waist, fine. Um, but if you've got if it's got the full top of your head, full sides in, you can get it turned into a PNG file. Um, so this is for those of you that want to go a little bit extra, get it turned into a PNG file and they'll take out the whole background. So it would just be you um, and it'll be on a transparent background. Um, and then I would submit that and the one with the white background in um, because then one, they'll love you and then more likely to want you back. Um, but the, your infographics, when they release your content, will look so much cooler. Um, and again, it's like five pounds um, or four pounds and something change because it's normally like five dollars. Um, I think last time I had that done, I think it was something like four. I got four images done for a fiver as well. Um, and you can you can either find someone that's already on there. or You can put up an advert saying I need this this done to this picture and they'll sort of bid for it. Um, so, yeah, make sure you've got the right picture. Make sure you know all the questions. Go back and listen to past ones, particularly the ones that have just been before your episode. Some people do record and stream live. Um, you might be their next episode. If you can be able to reference their previous episodes, one, they're going to love you even more. Um, it's good promotion for their like cross promotion to other episodes. Um, I quite often find myself referencing other episodes that I've done. Oh, we're clearly very tired. Um, and... Um, because I talk too much, I will like cross-reference episodes between things. And if you can do that as a guest, it just really shows the um, the person that's interviewing you how much value you get from their content. Um, and it comes across a much more professional as well. So try and listen to the episodes in particularly the episodes that are just before the ones that you've recorded. Try not to yawn in an episode. That would also be good. But um, I I normally edit those out, but I'm going to leave that one in because I've got a lot of editing with all the podcast guests I've had on recently. Um, make sure you show up on time a little bit before. Um, with my daughter, it's something that I do struggle with, I'll be honest, um, because I'm usually trying to put her down and get her to sleep before I can get on um, to do episodes. Don't be afraid to ask questions, video ones as well. You should get this if you watch their past video ones to know what your background should look like, whether you need the square or horizontal or landscape or whatever it is, um, so that you can make sure you've got a nice backdrop behind the videos. Um, and then just be yourself, be happy and be yourself. Um, you don't want any tiny prints in video. They can often look a bit weird. So tiny zigzaggy lines, tiny polka dots, tiny checks, anything like that. Flat colours tend to come across better as well. Uh, so I'm going to leave it there because I've actually got to go and do a digital appearance of my own now. Uh, but any questions, feel free to hit me up on the email, jessicaabarkley at icloud.com. 
Uh, also, we've got our little competition running at the moment. Well, not competition is probably the wrong word, uh, but you have a chance to win a £20 Amazon gift card simply by going onto iTunes and giving us a five-star rating and review. Um, once we hit 50 reviews, then we will be picking up one of those reviews, highlighting it on Instagram, and that reviewer will get a £20 digital Amazon gift card. Um, what more could you want right now than a digital gift card? Uh, have an amazing day and I will see you guys all soon. Thank you for joining me today. I value and appreciate your time so much. It's wonderful you've given some of it to this episode. Please rock on over to our Facebook or Instagram and share your thoughts. And I would love you to give this episode a share while you're there. For any specific links, check the show notes or rock on over to our website, pageantlandpodcast.com for more information about the podcast or how you can be a guest on a future episode. Have an amazing day. And remember, you sparkle your brightest when you're being yourself. See you soon.